Hello and welcome to another episode of Rest Period. I'm Chris. And I'm Mauricio. And this is Rest Period. Yes. Yes, it is. Your state-mandated, federally regulated rest period. You said it right. I'm so proud. Oh my god, that's good because I always say it wrong. And honestly, that's amazing because my Monday, because we're recording on a Monday, has not been the greatest Monday. It's like I woke up and I just wanted to die. Not like actually... But, like, I didn't want to do anything today. You ever have those wow. days? Uh, no, I usually wake up bright and full of energy every morning. Well, aren't you just a peach? Listen, buddy, I'm sure it's happened to you. Just, like, I think most of our listeners can relate to at least having had this experience versus not. And for me, dude, it was just one of those days. That said, for as much as I hated today, just for, like, being a Monday... My day actually went surprisingly well. Like, I got all my tasks done at work. I went grocery shopping, cleaned up the house, recording a podcast. I mean, what more could a guy ask for? I mean, did you wash your Lamborghini? Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. Well, then that's pretty much all you could ask for, so. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, you've never had a case of the Mondays? Not really. I like Mondays. They're the start of something new. Great. Great. Um... You ever ever had a case of like the Tuesdays or Wednesdays? No, I mean I kind of have my philosophy of how the week goes or the work. The (laughs) speaking is hard. Uh, How the work week goes, but it's sort of ironic because I mean I guess it's sort of true in a lot of ways, but I don't I don't really prescribe to it in a lot of ways. So what's your philosophy? Well, basically you have Monday, and Monday is like. Like, well, here's a little preface to my philosophy. And my philosophy is like, when is the best time to email someone or ask someone for something? Like if you want work to get done, you know, and I always think it's like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Those are the best days because (laughs) but really, ideally, Tuesday, Wednesday, because here's how it works. So Monday is for getting over the weekend and people are kind of like Monday, Monday, Monday. And so then that's not really a great time to ask someone for something. But Tuesdays, they've usually gotten over it and are like, great, time to work, right? So they work, work, work. And then Wednesday, work, work, work. But then Thursday, a little bit like pre-Friday, you know? Um, and you'll notice that a lot of uh, establishments are open Thursday nights, right? Like they have sort of the weekend hours, even though it's Thursday. And I think that's just because it's sort of become pre-Friday, So not really a great time to ask anyone to do anything work. And then Friday is sort of like you're waiting for the boss to leave so you can leave. Um, So not a whole lot of work gets done then either. It's mostly like weekend has already started. It's a little bit pre-weekend, but it's mostly weekend. And then Saturday is weekend. And then Sunday, most people are just kind of like, oh, no, Monday is tomorrow. So it ends up being sort of weekend, but nothing really gets done either. So this is your philosophy or this is how the typical workman views his his week or not workman, well, but worker. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I think I've it's my philosophy that I've kind of decided is the way that the world works. Oh, I see. OK. So but you, I feel like but anyone that I've said it to is kind of been like, eh, yeah, that's pretty true. <laughs> and so I feel like there's some validity in it. Yeah, I'm not saying it's good, but it's (laughs) true. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's definitely an observable fact of the universe. Let's be real for a sec. Like, I don't like I don't have that. What you described happen to me, per se, every week. Like usually Mondays, I'm actually like I actually like Mondays. Like, you know, like actually like start of the week, 
you know, whatever, planning the week out, going to get things done, da 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 So usually my Tuesdays are everybody's typical Monday for some reason. I can't, why? It's like some, like, thought that, like, I placed in my mind that, like, is now subconsciously making it true every every week, almost. So, like, on Tuesdays, usually I wake up kind of like, ugh, I don't want to do life, whatever, fine, I guess I'll go in. And usually it wears off by, like, mid-morning, right? It's not like a like a strong case of the Mondays. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, but then, like, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I'm always, like, good. That said, I never, like, leave early on Fridays. I mean, I have, but, like, it's not, like, a usual thing. But it's definitely like once it's like late in the afternoon, it's like trying to rush to get whatever I need to get done before the weekend. So that way I can get GTFO, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And then yeah, Fridays are are kind of fun because a lot of places have casual Friday, too. So that right. helps add to the free weekend vibe. Yeah. Except it's casual Friday every day. Woo, woo. Oh, really? Is that what it is right now? Yeah, I work from home. <laughs> oh, you don't do the whole like business on top and pajamas no, on the bottom. No, why would I? <laughs> for Zoom I'm, calls, I don't go on video for like client calls. And um, I mean, even if I did, I I I mean, I throw I throw on like a button up or whatever. But I haven't had the need. And then for like internal calls, there's no point. I mean, everybody internally, like when it's all internal calls, I mean, we're all in t-shirts. Like nobody cares. Wow. I mean, that said, there's definitely some people who are like, whoa, you're even you're a little too casual, you know, and there's definitely others who like do dress up a little bit um, every mm-hmm. day. Nothing like what they necessarily would wear for the office, but like, I guess maybe like to look cute or whatever, or like feel a little bit like I did something other than <laughs> roll out of bed and sit on my chair and start working, I guess. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, for the for the most part, though, it's pretty laid back. Yeah. Sort of like me every day. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. Cool. So that was that was that. Oh, I was gonna ask you a question. What was it? Have you heard about Apple Glass? Oh no, what is that? So there it, it's a product that may or wow, your email notifications are loud. Um yeah. it's a product that Apple may or may not be coming out with, but all the rumors are saying that they are. And basically they're AR glasses, so you put them on and apparently they're going to look sort of like wayfarers you know from ray-bans but just glasses you want to turn off your notifications i'm googling it now just hit the mute button on your computer um this is barbara's laptop i don't know how to use mac (laughs) does it have a touchpad um yeah tap the volume oh no i have to like actually turn it off because um the logic pro takes over the thing and i can't change the volume without affecting the recording Oh, weird. Yep. So let me just take a note of the tame stamp. I wasn't going to cut this up, but at this point I have to. Why? It's fun. Great. I think our listeners will love, love a behind the scenes look. Oh, you know what? Rest period is produced. You know what, listeners? This is your once in a lifetime opportunity to uh, to have this, to have this moment. You're welcome. Yeah. So Apple Glass AR. So it's like you you put them on and then it projects information on. It's sort of like, have you heard of Google Glass? Yeah. Yeah, it was a total failure. But part of why it failed was because it had cameras and all that stuff. And people were like, that just looks creepy and cyborg-esque. But the plan is not to have any gla- uh, any cameras or anything like that. It's just going to work on using LiDAR, like the laser imaging, so that it can still kind of 
understand your surroundings, but it isn't like recording everyone that you're talking to. So it's not creepy. Oh, okay. Because the LiDAR LiDAR thing is like it takes 3D models basically, right? Yeah. It's what they use in uh, self-driving cars and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, I'm excited because that, then that's going to make it totally like, um, not autonomous, but um, what's the word? De-anonymized, I think is the word. No, anonymized because it won't oh, anonymized, actually right, have right, any right, identification. Right. It'll just have like 3D mesh. Yeah. <laughs> right, because yeah. it's so just going to be shapes. Like like you won't have any problems distinguishing between um, races because there is no race, like as right. an example. There's no color. Yeah. Right, exactly. That's great. I actually, that actually... That makes a lot of sense. That actually sounds really cool. Yeah. And the idea is that it won't because also a lot of these other AR glasses, they're really big and bulky and ugly because they have like computers in in them and all that. And so the idea with these is that they're not actually going to have any computing power in them. They're going to be like the first generation Apple Watch where your phone is the computer system for it. And it just has a connection to the glass. So it's like an accessory. But it'll let you see your maps like projected over if let's say you're on a run, like you can see your route like in the anyway. Or like if you get a text message, you can read the text message without pulling your phone out of your pocket and all that kind of just right. weird, fun tech future sci fi stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that sounds great. And then I mean, the weight savings on that sounds incredible because it's literally yeah. just enough to power a battery yep. um, and a Bluetooth chip. And the Bluetooth chip, I doubt, needs to be super strong. I mean, that said, I doubt, also doubt Bluetooth chips are very heavy. Yeah. Like, well, considering they're in AirPods and stuff like that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but without having to have any other type of circuitry, I mean, that sounds great. Because I've seen, I've seen some of those other smart glasses you've talked about. I mean, I saw mm-hmm. one pair where, like, you know how some glasses have, like, the hook at the end that goes around yeah. the back of your ear? So, like, in yeah. the, in that part, it's, like... I don't know, quarter inch, half inch thick, you know, Ugh. and it looks like it looks like it's, it would be really uncomfortable or like even if yeah. it fits snugly, it just looks like it would be weighty. And I'm just like, ugh, no. Yeah. Contact me but when like, you've like reduced it to Apple levels. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the the one sort of cool techie glasses that I've seen and I, I've actually tried them because a friend of mine bought them and I, I definitely feel like they're a little bit. I mean, like geeky, I guess sounds bad, but I don't know. They're just they're a little much, but they're sunglasses. They're the Bose sunglasses. So they're sunglasses, but then they have they they play music or whatever. Yeah, but they don't have speakers. They do it through the vibration of that bone. You know, the the, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's weird. It's so weird. The tech makes no sense to me, but it does. (laughs) But it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, but it's it, like it's like it, the it's like those kids' toothbrushes that came out back in the two thousands that would play tunes while brushing your teeth, but it was yes through vibrate like that stuff was so creepy when I saw that commercial. I was like, what? Yeah, and I was like ten when I saw that commercial. You know, like I was freaked yeah. out. I was like, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. So it's sort of it does that. It vibrates the bones in your inner ear or something because all sound is like all the way. The only way you hear is through those vibrations, right? Right. And so you can get sound waves through different forms. And one of them is through a speaker, but the other is just through that thing that does. Anyway, they work surprisingly well, but they're they're a little bit on the bulky side in that piece that's over your ear. And right. so I'm a little bit like, yeah, I don't really want to walk around wearing those. But from the front, they just look like normal sunglasses. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. How would you rate but them? Apple glass. Hmm? 
Sorry, just to finish on those Bose ones, how would you rate the sound quality when you compare it to like regular Apple EarPods versus AirPods versus AirPod Pros? They're a lot closer to regular EarPods, like no in-ear sort of. You definitely hear everything that's going on around you, which to an extent I think is very useful when you're doing things like outside that you would be listening to music doing. Like if you're fishing, you don't necessarily want in-ear noise-canceling headphones. You just want music playing kind of in the background. So it works a lot more on like a background music aspect versus it's nowhere near like the the Bose quiet comfort, you know, noise-canceling headphones. Like those are incredible sound. Right, right. But the, yeah, the sunglasses are just kind of like, I mean, they, they don't sound bad, but no audio file is going to be like, oh, this is the best sound ever. It's just kind of <laughs> like, yeah, it's background music. Okay, that makes sense. So it's like, it's like just regular earphones as far as the sound quality. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a commercial for those and I was intrigued. But again, I saw yeah. the how the back looked and I was like, eh, nah. Because like I'm yeah. really picky when it comes to my glasses. Like I hate, mm-hmm. like I like thick framed glasses, but I hate that they weigh a lot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's just like I'm a mess. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so that's, Apple Glass. I I definitely think, and the price is supposed to be I think four ninety nine. So kind of an intriguing price point too. You would think something that techy would be a lot more, but I think they're trying to go for adoption. And yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Well, know. it's kind of like kinda how. Cool. Well, it's kind of like how like all. I mean, all tech companies that are consumer facing. I mean, they're gonna have their entry level stuff, and if they're only making one, I mean, usually they put it at a price point where a lot of people can get it. Mm-hmm. Like I, if I was really into that, I mean, I could, but I don't really want it, so I'm not. No, I'm not saying the Bose headphones and or glasses. I'm saying Apple Glass is supposed Ooh. to be four ninety nine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, way more exciting. Yeah, yeah, for real. I mean, yeah. that said, like, are they just like regular glasses? Right? They're not like sunglasses. Yeah, they're regular glasses. Because here's my thing. Like, I wear contacts, right? So if I'm wearing my contacts, that's great. But like. What if I want to wear just regular glasses and, and here, hold on, right? Like the so, idea, the idea is that they'll adapt to your vision so that you don't need to wear your regular glasses. But like, will the glass autofocus or like, do I have to put in my prescription? Like, I think you can get them glass? prescription and I think you can get them prescription and then this display will also be calibrated for it. Ah, uh, see now that now that's cool, right? Because like yeah. I would be down to buy it. If I could get it with prescription, because I don't know if I'm already wearing contacts and like I'm going to go outside, for example, I'm not going to wear those. I'm going to wear sunglasses. You know what I mean? Right. But like if I'm mm-hmm. wearing my glasses, I can't wear sunglasses like it doesn't right. like I'm not like whatever get prescription sunglasses. But yeah. Right. But like I I almost never go outside with just glasses on. So that's why it's never been worth it to me to like buy those. But like mm. I do work having worked from home for the last like three months. I mean, I, I wore I wear glasses at least twice a week all day. Right. So it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Right. But then like, I don't know. I just think I just think the idea of like having it with prescription is really nice because then I don't also need to worry about my other glasses. And then if I really like it, like really, really like it, then I can go ahead and just like buy a second pair that's not prescription and call it good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That said, I hate also, wearing glasses, so we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. Also, crazy news. Did you hear that Apple's ditching Intel? Yeah, that, that I thought they uh I thought they announced that like a few months ago. No, they announced it at WDC today. What isn't it it isn't what they announced today like what they're gonna be doing? Because I heard about it months ago. It was rumored. 
But oh, is that what it was? Announced. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they're going all in-house, which I think is sweet because the iPad performance is incredible. And and like the the thing is, as a heavy user of my MacBooks, like the you know I have, I think I have an eight-core. I forget, but I have whatever the i9. I think it's eight-core. But Photoshop isn't actually optimized to work on multiple cores. Like it's not. Like you're you're almost better off having the older processor that just has more power than the processor that I have because it's just it's it doesn't like the hardware is overkill for the so- like it's just weird like there's a disconnect there and I think that by Apple switching to having complete control over their own hardware and all that they'll be able to work with developers to make things just work so good and I'm excited for that yeah that's cool and that makes sense because I'm sure like Adobe every time there's a new iteration of like Apple computers, I mean, Adobe's going to be all over that compared to yeah. like a, trying to optimize for Windows. Yeah, they're not going to optimize for a new Dell, but they will optimize for a new lineup of Macs. Right, right. So exactly. and nothing against Dell. It's just like, obviously, there's so many thousands of Windows computers that you could get that it's, it'd be impossible to optimize for each one. Oh, but the yeah. Apple product category is so limited that it it would be relatively simple especially if they're going to a single type of processor or chip or whatever where it's just standardized oh it's gonna be great right because isn't the idea to like make the same chip for like the ones that go in the max will also go in like the ipad pros and like a maybe a lesser version but of the same type to go into the phones and the regular ipads and like all that kind of stuff isn't that the thought process i think so and if not the same one, then in the same family. Well, that's what I mean. Like, like, yeah. like, I doubt they're going to give their like their big daddy powerhouse processor that they would put in your most expensive iMac Pro or whatever. Um, yeah. You know, in, in an iPad Pro or even or even more to the point, a regular iPad. Right. Because right. it just because I'm. Yeah. I mean, you, you know how software is, right? They're going to software and yeah. hardware pricing. I mean, they're going to tear it up the more power it is. So like, yeah. Because I also would imagine that, I mean, I would assume that a less powerful chip is technically probably less components, right? Less complication in circuitry or something. I mean, I'm talking straight out of my butt, but like, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I imagine no that that's I wonder a thing. about that. Right. I wonder about that. Like, I, I'm just trying to think, like, if you had, let's say you did all the R&D, right? And you had just this crazy powerful computer chip, would it? Is it cheaper or not to manufacture more of that or have different models? You know what I mean? Like it's like the, with the app, like with the iPhone, it has the A13 chip or whatever, something in it. Right. Like I'm curious if there was an iPhone light. Right. Would it be cheaper for them to manufacture a different lower power chip or does after the R&D is done, does it cost the same amount to manufacture? Right. Because that would be interesting because if it costs the same then it wouldn't really matter. Well, and they I just think put the same chip. Yeah, I mean, sure. But I also think there's a, something to be said about like, even if it the costs more, right, even if it costs more to make two, say two chips, right? The powerful one, the like good one, right? So the good one goes in your basic um, 13 inch MacBook Pros, um, 15 mm-hmm. inch MacBook Pros, whatever, you know, your, your, mac airs or whatever the even lesser model is or just the i think it's just the regular macbook now you know your mm-hmm. i regular i entry-level ipads and whatever and then you have the, mm-hmm. the 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 beefier one to go in like the, the 
you know, the more expensive versions of the laptops, the iPad Pros, et cetera, um, because what you said there, the value proposition, because like, yeah, if you can get the it gives space, people a reason to spend ten thousand dollars on a laptop instead of right. Like if I can yeah. get almost the same amount of com- competing power in a lesser model. So even if that less like personally, because I don't do Photoshop, for example, so I don't care about, you know, the screens output of whatever. Right. Whatever yeah. the metrics are for 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 that, um, yeah. you know, but if I can get basically the same commuting power for less money, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. I mean, but to that point, I mean, there's so many things to consider, but like that would definitely be like a driver of my decision. Yeah. As a as a note, just for our listeners, uh, there's a 16 inch MacBook Pro, 13 inch MacBook Pro and MacBook Air. That's the MacBook lineup. Oh, the MacBook was discontinued in favor of the MacBook Air. What's the difference? I always get confused by like because the I, MacBook, the like the so the MacBook that was really well known and loved was the white one. That was kind of the white plastic or polymer shell. And like everyone and their mom had that and it got super popular in kind of the 2010s. And then uh, it you, you could there was a period too where you could get it in black, which was super dope. And then but then it shifted to just white only. Then the MacBook Air came out and it was the silver kind of matched the MacBook Pros. But then the MacBook got updated and I think it was 2012 or 13, 14, I don't remember. But it became absolutely tiny. And it was really funny because the MacBook, just regular MacBook, was this just it was probably around the size of the small iPad. Like it was really quite small. And it had only one USB-C port and it was just really quite tiny. Then the MacBook Air stayed the MacBook Air until last year, until 2019. And it but it's it was significantly larger than the MacBook, which was always so weird because the MacBook Air was originally like the small, light, portable MacBook, but it was huge and really outdated. But then last year it got updated with the retina display and new keyboard and touch ID and all this stuff. And it became a super best selling hit. The MacBook was discontinued. Then the MacBook Air got released again for 2020 with the updated scissor switch keys and all that and kind of just updates generally uh, better processing power, more storage, all that good stuff. And, And the MacBook kind of faded away. Great. So Thanks for the lesson. <laughs> yep. Is that is that I like, stay on top of it? Yeah, for real. Between that and the chips, is that like the main recap for, on the consumer facing side for uh uh for the Apple conference that was today? WDC. Yeah. Uh, well, the MacBook Air wasn't released today at all, but it was. It the main kind of takeaways were Apple Glass wasn't even a thing. That's not from today. That's just general rumors. But <sighs> today was the chips. Like the Intel thing, and then software updates, iOS Big Sur, or not iOS Big Sur, Mac OS Big Sur will be coming out soon-ish. Uh, new MacBooks and stuff will be released later this year, and um, new iOS will be coming, and new iPad OS and TVOS and all that stuff. But I mean, like, I think if you're a developer, it was super cool, but the other stuff but i think as a consumer the most interesting thing especially as a consumer that really pushes my computers the chip thing is the most fascinating to me where i'm like ooh, that could be really exciting yeah. it's de- i mean it's a huge move they've been with intel for the last 15 years so right. 
And it so, was huge. I mean, when they moved from PowerPC to Intel, it was like, whoa. So. Right, right. Okay, so here's the follow-up question. Mm-hmm. Say, let's just pretend here, September comes around, they release the whole new lineup of Macs, right, with the new Apple chip, whatever. Are you buying mm-hmm. yourself a new Mac 16-inch MacBook Pro? Um, Probably not. Ooh. Uh, what I might end up doing is, because I just... Mine works great for what I do with it now. Um, And so there's not, I don't have any specific need, but what I do, I have a 15 inch MacBook Pro too. And I think that one I'll probably, I mean, we'll see, it's doing great now, but we'll see depending on how incredibly new and awesome the MacBooks later this year are. And if a 14 inch one is released, right? Because that's also kind of rumored that there'll be a bigger version of the 13 inch which might make sense with the new chips and all that if they released a 14 inch one that would be when and so i think i would probably get one of those to supplement what i have as opposed to replacing anything except for the 15 inch so would you like so if you got the pretend the 14 inch came out and you got the 14 inch Mm -hmm. would you then toss i mean recycle or whatever the 15 inch one you have probably sell it i mean it's yeah works really well is it the 2016 one or is it a newer one uh no it's 2016 wow that's great like like say you didn't buy the the new macbook pro that you do have i think you got it like early this year or last year or whatever Uh um say you hadn't bought that could you still do everything you normally do um with the with the 2016 model yeah that's incredible it's funny. Sometimes I even still think that my that that MacBook Pro is faster than <laughs> my 16 inch when it comes to certain Photoshop things. And I think it's just because it's a quad core instead of the eight core or whatever. And I think that just the way that the software runs, it optimizes that CPU better. And so I think that legitimately it it actually does run better in some ways. Uh, just that's funny in that (laughs) software aspect yeah that's great which is weird but i i don't know i have not tried it though with the image files that i've been using recently because i got a new camera recently too and that that the image files for that are just astronomically large and high detail and resolution and all that stuff and i i don't know how it would handle those sure but for the other stuff i mean it's the thing that i love about apple is that their computers just work, 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 and they don't slow down. Yeah, the only it's not time like they Windows. slow down is when the hard drive gets full, and then you just empty the hard drive. But otherwise, it's not like... I. And I'll be honest, I've never bought a super high-end Windows computer, right? So I could it could very well be that this isn't true for if you buy like an Alienware or an ROG, like Republic of Gangers, or uh, like a really nice Dell or whatever... It could be that this doesn't happen, but with all the Microsoft computers that I've had up to this point, and not Microsoft, but ones that run Windows, right? Just regular computers, they slow down after a while. And you can buy like software and stuff to clean it up and speed it up and all that. But but the thing is with my Macs, I've never had to do that. It just works. For sure. I mean, I just got a new Dell because <laughs> my old one kept crashing and whatever. And it wasn't even yeah. that old, it was two years old, and it just kept having trouble. It would like randomly disconnect from the Wi-Fi and I like tested it on multiple devices and my Wi-Fi, my Wi-Fi connection was not the issue. It was like yeah. the hardware or something like the or whatever, right? On that yeah. on that machine. So 
anyway, and it, it's not like a high end model, but it's also not like it wasn't an entry level. I mean, I, th- I looked it up. Right. I think it's like a thousand dollar laptop, right? Like that's a pretty, yeah. I mean, a thousand dollars gets you a MacBook Air. Right. Right. I mean, entry level MacBook Air, but still a MacBook Air. Um, I have a MacBook Air with, I think, 256 gigabytes of storage and nice processor and all that stuff. The new MacBook Airs are sweet, by the way. The 2020 ones, they're right. $999 and like they they're for what they cost like their value proposition is incredible i'm shocked that everyone and their mom doesn't have a macbook air right now yeah right but like i mean and and i got last year when i was going through my kind of phase where i was trying out like what did i really want kind of for my computing needs i got a macbook air for about a week and it it actually i mean it ran photoshop it was able to sort like it it didn't run it great and so i was kind of like eh yeah never mind and i got a 13 inch macbook pro and that was able to do a lot better but you got part two of, laptops before you decided on some other laptop yeah oh my god i love you man you're the you're the best <laughs> well it's like what am i supposed to do i like no you, i know you can watch reviews all day long but until you actually use it and like put it in your workflow there's no way to know if it's gonna work for you for sure and I just love so that yeah. you do it because not a lot of people do it like you do, but like because you yeah. can have it for like a week or two and return it. Right. Like, I assume that's what you did. Yeah. And I I'll be honest, I did not intend to return it when I like when I bought them, I was like, I'm buying them. But when I, I tried them back and it just really didn't end up working on my workflow. And I was just kind of like, you know what? I no. but but it does. I mean, for everything else and even for moderate, you know, oh, I want to touch up this photo works great. The, the thing that it doesn't have that the MacBook Pros have, like the 13-inch MacBook Pro versus the little MacBook Air, is just the cooling, right? Like the MacBook Air, it, it's not built to run the processor hot or hard, right? So it's mm. it doesn't have super powerful cooling system, whereas the MacBook Pro is a little bit more geared towards that. Even though it's still small, it still has kind of a better cooling system that allows you to just get more performance for a longer period of time. So right. even though you might be looking at the same processor, the same amount of memory and all that good stuff, the MacBook Pro will still run better just because it's designed for it. Right. Yeah. No, that- it's sort of like how my car has the same engine as the Ford Raptor. <laughs> really? But it doesn't. Ha- yeah. But it doesn't have the same amount of power. Huh. Does it really have the same engine? Yeah. It's a three and a half liter twin turbo V6. But like. The same one, like they they would plop your engine into the Raptor and then do what they do to make it the Raptor engine. I think that the Raptor engine just has bigger turbos and it which might not even be true. I think it might even be as simple as a different tune in air system. Wow. I'd have to do a bit more research. I'm talking a little bit. Sure. Just. Yeah. But 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 generally, I mean, they're they're both three and a half liter twin turbo V6s. Yeah. And so on the surface, you might go, oh, they should run the absolute same. It's like, yeah, but that's not how science works. No, for sure. And that analogy actually makes a lot of sense because I've wondered that sometimes about cars. I'm like, well, if both of these cars have a four banger and they yeah. both are this many liters. Why is this one 300 horsepower and this one 200 horsepower? Right. right. Or 175 or whatever. And yeah. it's like, uh, anyway, it makes sense because yeah. between tuning turbos Air system, air system, yeah. I mean, exhaust, even just whatever. air is like can be huge, yeah. Right. I mean, more more gas. It's the, it's the donut more equation, air, right? More boom. gas, more air equals bigger boom, and bigger boom equals more, more power, power baby. baby. 
Thanks, James Pumphrey. We love you. <laughs> we really do, man. If you don't follow James Pumphrey on Instagram, he's at James Pumphrey. And, you know, you can also follow at Donut Media. This episode has been brought to you by Donut Media. Just kidding. But, oh, my goodness. We, us doing a collab with Donut would actually be the best thing ever. Dude, I would love I that. Mean, almost as good as, like, collabing with Elon Musk. But it would, yeah, it would be so great. Yes. I feel like this episode makes me look like such a nerd, but I'm not. I'm just a huge Apple fanboy. <laughs> you know, I was having a similar thought. I'm like, wow, we really are like promoting the crud out of Apple right now. And like you're and when you started talking about all the WWDC, whatever the conference is called, I was like, yeah. wow, what a dweeb. <laughs> like, why do you know so much? <laughs> now, did you watch it or did you read it? Read the recap. I read different recaps. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, I don't have time to sit and watch a whole keynote that doesn't actually relate to my life. Like I'm not a developer, right? Like that that conference is for developers to understand what's happening so that they can develop software for the new stuff that Apple's doing. Right. Like, it's not meant I mean it, I guess to a degree it's meant to get Apple fanboys excited, but it really I mean it's not the point. Right. I mean, so, I think I think you're right. Like like they yeah. do throw in some stuff that can be easily related um so people get excited but yeah i mean sometimes they release stuff out of these ones and they have the sometimes they do that april event and they got Mm -hmm. the september i mean the the september ones the is the is is the big one yeah that's the big boy which i hope happens yeah even i mean it'll happen but i've heard that it might be delayed um i mean if it happens it's going to be virtual or a way different audience like audience size right because usually like from what I've read, it's like also like even like for journalists, it's insanely hard to get in. It's like invite only, I guess, even for journalists, uh-huh. right? Which is like crazy. Um, yeah. And then whatever, but like Ooh. like if if say they do it live, I mean, it's gonna be six at least six feet separation. So say not if an auditorium holds a thousand, I mean, it's probably gonna be at least half that, right? Or maybe even less. Yeah. Or yeah. they just do it all virtual, right? Yeah. Who knows, dude. Speaking yeah. of conferences, yeah, it was pretty warm today or is pretty warm today. Yes. I don't have air conditioning. Correct. And I left my windows open during the day today. All right. And I've been sitting in this recording space cooking. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, absolutely <laughs> cooking. And I started cooking when I called you and you're like, oh, just a few more minutes. And I was like, oh, my goodness. It's so hot. And meanwhile, I've just been getting hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter. You know which what is this means? me think I should invest in a swamp cooler. Yes. I was just going <laughs> to say that. Oh, my God. If Shane ever hears this, which he won't because we know anyway. Yeah. Um, but if he did, he would be so proud of you. He would be so proud. Oh, speaking of, I need to make more baby apparel for him so his child can represent the podcast because yes. he... Has And just so our listeners know, Shane has not left us. He's just, I mean, come on. He just had a child. Well, we like never actually announced it. We were going to announce it last episode, and you said, no, we can't talk about it. And I actually oh, asked yeah, Shane. Because he, he, he hasn't announced it yet. And now he did it. He posted it on Instagram. So Oh, he did? I didn't, yeah. I didn't see the post. But I asked him the other day. I was like, oh, yeah, I was going to say it on the podcast. And Chris was like, no, 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 no. And so, but he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dude, talk, talk, talk. Talk up, Senor Wyatt. Yeah, so he has a child. His child's name is Wyatt. We're not going to go into the rest of his name, but it's awesome. It is a really cool name. Anyway, yeah, his name is super dope, and 
we're proud of Shane and we are joyously awaiting his return to rest period. On that day, we will partay. We will partay. We will partake in a recording. Ha ha ha. See what oh, I did there. I see what you did there. So I really wanted to do Would You Rather, but honestly, I would rather end because it's so hot and I need to go outside. <laughs> I was going to be like, would you rather win a million dollars or finish this recording? That doesn't really make sense, but that was the thought. <laughs> that doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> I, would, I want a million dollars. We can record another episode. <laughs> Oh, man. The thought. <laughs> and on that bombshell. In my mind, it made sense. All right. It's been real. Did you just hang up on me? No. Oh, it sounded like you did. It sounded like click. No, you know, no. In the old I, days uh, when you had to put the phone back on the receiver. Click. Yeah, know? except I use a cell phone. Who even has a landline anymore, man? Not me. Neither do I. All right. Well, this has been Rest Period. I'm Mauricio. And I am Chris. All right. Well, now that he's gone. We get to say nice, fun things about Mauricio. I think Mauricio brought up some good talking points today. So great. I put him on mute so he doesn't know what I'm saying, which is great. But I think he's going to listen to it when he edits the audio anyway. But it's really distracting because he's talking my ear while I'm trying to say things. All right. Well, this has been fun. I'm glad we had this time. Goodbye.